Welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Kaylee Boisvert. I specialize in helping people to achieve their financial goals. I have a love for all things numbers, and I am passionate about financial literacy. My goal is to spark healthy and positive conversations around wealth and investment and create a world where nobody is limited by their financial situation. But wealth is just one piece in the equation of living our best lives. So join me as we explore both wealth and wellness topics. From your net worth to your self-worth, get ready to take confident action. Hello, this is Kaylee, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. Today, we are joined by a special guest. So our special guest today is Tracy King. Tracy has, um, let me just read a little bit of your bio. There's lots here, but I highlighted some parts. Um, so for more than 20 years, she's been, she's dedicated her career to designing and delivering transformational learning experiences. She is an award-winning author of competitive advantage, creating or create continuing education that is profitable, sustainable, and impactful, and a chapter author of the Rutledge text, Microlearning in the Digital Age. She also is an intuitive channel and transformational teacher, and she has a podcast as well, so make sure you tune into that. It's called Gritty Mystic, Um, and in this podcast, she holds space for illuminating conversations on personal development, inspiring divine breakthroughs and her and her guests offer tips, tools, and techniques for becoming the most powerful and authentic you, which I love, love, love. And I wanted to sort of have that as our conversation today, this idea of being authentic, living your purpose, becoming unstoppable is one of your messages too. So thank you so much, Tracy, for being here today. Uh, Um, My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And just to get started, can you tell us a little bit about your background, your journey, what brought you to do this work that you do today? Mm, What a great question. Well, you know, I became interested in the transformation that can happen through learning from uh, the young age of um, maybe like as soon as my brother was born (laughs) and uh, and, um, just being, he's six years younger than me and just being all interested in playing that teacher role. And um, just, you know, education has always been a theme in my life. I I love to learn. And then, you know, as I um, stepped into the workforce, it just, I fell into these opportunities to create training. And when I saw the transformation that could take place, I was just bit by this bug to really understand how transformation happens. Um, You know, we're always, you know, people who are self-motivated and really looking to step out into a purposeful life and really, you know, live that authentic life purpose and path change is required, right? Leveling up is required, which means transformation is required. So how does that play out in our day-to-day? We're not going, you know, we're not in a master's degree for, (laughs) for becoming, you know, the, you know, who we want to become personally in our lives. So how do we invest in ourselves to create that transformation? So, you know, I have just 
done a deep dive into the learning sciences to understand what is happening in a learner brain and how can we pair what we're creating um, for how brains learn to make that an effortless process. And, and so that's really been um, how I got to the point of developing my first consultancy, Inspired Ed, which is around creating transformational experiences, primarily for adults, working adults who want to grow their careers. And now Gritty Mystic is all about creating transfer, transformational experiences for our personal development, for that divine development piece, for that really stepping into purpose and um, really offering some experiences now that can facilitate that amazing transformation. So I'm just, I'm inspired by the brain and, and how we can step into that natural process, a bit less effortful. Yeah, I love that. Um, and it's cause it's something that's come to me. So recently as well, that other, that divine development that you talked mm. about, because I was very, um, of the academic background. So it was like, you know, it was, did my undergrad, um, had some work experience and I did my MBA as well. And it was that let's learn, 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 take all these courses. And then, um, I got to a point where it was like, okay, I probably, you know, need to take it easy and have some balance, but it was learning something different in that, that personal development and self-development. And I had a life coach and, um, getting just kind of connected with that side of things. It was a whole different side of learning. So I was still learning and I still am, but I'm, I'm such like a, like a sponge now for this information. Cause it's so new to me. I was so, it was academic focused and that was the, the, sort of where all my attention was focused and now it's understanding yeah spirituality and and being you know meditating and finding ways to incorporate self-care and and balance and resources to deal with you know stress and things like that so um that I'm like a student to now and that's why I love this <laughs> podcast because I get people like yourself on and we can I think there's a lot of people kind of in similar situations that want to keep learning and growing in that way. So thank you so much. And what you're doing is such a gift. Um, when we talk about then like living, living your purpose, how is it, you know, to start, I think that statement itself can be maybe overwhelming to some or, um, a lot to take in. So what does that even mean? Like, how do we, where do we start? How do we identify our purpose? Mm, I love this question so much. Thank you for asking it. Love having conversations around this because we are conditioned to look outside of ourselves for purpose. We're conditioned to take tests and assessments and Myers-Briggs and understand our personality and see what careers are in alignment, everything external to who we are. But we are born with a pattern. We're born blueprinted to uniquely bring something of quality and value and meaning to this world. And so purpose is actually who you are. It's not something outside of you. It's something you were born with that's innate, that um, leans toward the, the things and the ways of being that you love. There's always gonna be something in that that directs you toward what your purpose as far as you know, an action in the world, if you're thinking about it as a career, for example, it's kind of the wavelength we're talking about, how that could be expressed. But one doesn't always get to start with fully embodying their purpose, it's a journey. And so when I look back on my journey and I think about some of the jobs that I had and I was just like, why am I here? (laughs) What could I possibly learn in this job that I hate, you know, that with that person over there that's in my business and, you know, all of these, these 
you know, situations we find ourselves in, but now, um, having worked through so many steps in my journey, being able to look back and, and see the pattern, I was always striving for a position that would allow me to be creative, to create transformation and to work with cool people. Right. Those are things that are in are super in alignment with me and what I love to do in my career. And that took you know, manifested in all different types of jobs until I got to the point where I could design my own consultancy and create, you know, my, my niche and my workspace and really fully embody um, what that can mean for me. But there are lots of steps in that journey, but every step, now that I'm looking back and reflecting upon that journey, I can see how each of those steps set me up in order to be in that space. And so if we resist the urge to, either, you know, just really hate on where we are in our journey, um, resist the urge to become complacent because it feels like we'll never achieve what we really want in our journey and realize this is a step. There are awesome things I am learning right now. That's going to set me up for really stepping into and becoming more of who I am and what I want to offer this world. Um, if we think about it in, in that term, those terms, then suddenly we see opportunities and often those opportunities, even if they're in a skunky job, are opportunities for us to grow, um, to learn how to deal with difficult personalities, to learn how to set boundaries in a workspace or in a negotiation. You know, the nitty gritty that you really need in order to, if entrepreneurship is your goal, to be an entrepreneur. You don't just like step in and are instantly successful. There are so many things we have to learn about being a human ethically standing in integrity, representing a business that can happen in all of these different learning places, which we call jobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so thinking in terms of that pathway, understanding purpose is who you are. You are born with, you're blueprinted with a gift that you can bring to the world at this time. Um, and just living that step-by-step, -step, understanding that that's a journey and a process all on its own. Yeah. It made me, I was like thinking about my first job when you're saying like those jobs and you're like, why? It's like my first job was Dairy Queen. And I was like, why? Like, was it to learn the perfect curl to put on top of a coat? But no, it was, you know, you learn multitasking and how to handle, you know, work under pressure and even leadership. Like I moved into a supervisor position. So I learned a lot of leadership there. So it's finding, yeah, finding a gift in some of those scenarios that you don't think you sometimes ask yourself, like, how did I end up here? What am I doing in this spot? Exactly. That's it right there. Is it always, you know, be looking for the gifts, claim the gifts of even those challenging or, you know, experiences that you feel like I'm better than this job, right? There are gifts in there. I mean, harvest those gifts. Those are for you. Those are your nuggets. You will ascend to a new position because, you know, you got skills. That opportunity will, will come your way as, you know, as you're continuing to, to work your journey, but yeah, claim those gifts. Yeah. I love that. Um, so then when it comes to like, when we're really trying to dive into that and, and kind of become aware more of what is that purpose? Like, what do you find is the best? Like, I like how you kind of brought out some of that, your purpose, like you really liked creativity and things like that. What is things that, you know, what can people do to help if they're, you know, struggling with this or they're just not seeing it? Like it's still kind of murky or, um, you know, foggy and they don't really still see, you know, what is this purpose for me? What are, are there some like exercises or things that they can do to maybe bring some of that out to get some clarity? 
Mm, that's a great question. You know, I, you know, I can speak directly from my personal experience that um, when I had those moments, we're like, what am I doing? What, what is my purpose? What am I here for? This doesn't seem, this isn't fulfilling me where I am right now. Right. Um, a lot of what obscured my, my clarity, why I wasn't able to see is because I didn't find the stillness within myself to really listen and just acknowledge who I am in my blueprint, like acknowledge the gifts that you have, you, that you discount things that come easy for you don't necessarily come easy for others are part of your gift package. And so often, especially as women, we discount our gifts. We discount what comes easy to us. We listen to others, what others say they need, what they want from us, the roles they want us to play. So if we just put place a pause, just like, let's just set that aside for a moment. Just pack that in a box, kick it out of the bed. <laughs> you know, and we're just going to not listen to all of the other voices and the demands and the roles that others want us to play and just like sit in stillness and understand, you know, what your gift package is, what comes easy to you, what do you love, what brings you joy, what gives you energy, what you can't wait to do. And there's going to be a component of that if you're thinking, you know, about putting, you know, placing this in the center of your career that you can at least begin to step into wherever you are. Um, and then, you know, you can, as you continue to take steps in your career, on your journey, opening up to more of who you are and what you're capable of, of offering more opportunities just innately come your way that are a perfect match for that gift set. And so really it's about getting quiet, understanding you know who you are what you bring and really just stepping into those gifts just claiming that value package that you are uh, and having the courage to offer it because as you begin to offer it more people are going to become interested in that offer yeah that's beautiful and so acknowledging our gifts like you said that part about women and again we yeah we don't give ourselves enough credit and I totally agree with that um and courage, I think is a big piece of it. And, and you even talked about mentioning level leveling up. And with that, I guess my mind always kind of goes to, um, <laughs> but it's scary. Like the fear of it, it's cause it's this leap. It's this getting out of your comfort zone and it can be, um, yeah, uncomfortable. It, and so what would you suggest for that for people? Because, um, yeah, sometimes we get comfortable in our situations or where we're at, and it's hard to kind of envision what that next step looks like if we're, we're just coming from a place of what we already know. So when it comes to the fear, stepping out of our comfort zone, anything mm -hmm. that, you know, you've heard works for what people use as sort of strategies or anything like that. Yeah. It, you know, let's define what comfort is. Because honestly, if we feel like we're not living in our purpose, there's a discomfort. It might not be on the outside. It might be something that's just grinding on the inside, that dissatisfaction. It can manifest as lethargy. It can manifest as depression, anxiety, super sleepiness, binge eating, all different ways that comes out when really what it is, is a dissatisfaction and a, a dissonance with how we're showing up and who we really are. And so that first step of really understanding who you are and deciding to own it is huge, but then really understanding 
I think it's Marianne Williamson who, and I'm going to slaughter this quote, <laughs> but, she, but, the, but um, her quote is all about the fact that we aren't afraid, um, you know, just to what, I guess what our greatest fear is showing up as who we are. Our greatest fear is stepping into our own becoming. Our greatest fear isn't what the, you know, normal people say is, is the fear. It's let, being vulnerable so other people can see the valuable gifts that we bring to serve to, in service of this world. And, you know, people we care about, causes we care about. Because as soon as we step out with those gifts, we step into a limelight space where someone could criticize that gift. And especially women, we are conditioned that, you know, we are in service to other people's needs, not our own. And, and really taught to fear that criticism, that that criticism means we're less of a person, not that that criticism is an opportunity to improve or an opportunity to say, Hey, guess what? This isn't for you. <laughs> you know? um, my gifts are for someone else. Thank you for your feedback, but your opinion does not define me. It does not define my gifts. It doesn't define the value I bring. It's not for you. And so just being able to, when you start to own your space, Ooh, just like step in your space, just own it, own your gifts. The more you experience sharing that, being vulnerable in that heart open space in service with your gifts, the more confidence you're going to have to just not accept that negativity and own that negativity as your own. Cause it's not yours. That's about them, right? That's about a dissatisfaction that they have. It's not even about you. And so that fear is really, I, I perceive it to be really around what will happen if I am who I am and I'm exposed. What will, what will people say? Will they accept my gifts? Um, what if I'm a failure? Yeah. But what if you're not? What if you're exactly what we need right now? What if we've been waiting for you this whole time? I want to buy your program. <laughs> you know, yeah. I need you to coach me. Um, your gifts are exactly what I need to solve this challenge in my life. And if you don't bring it forward, you're letting a lot of people down, right? So just flip that script. It's, it's really a mindset shift to resist the temptation to internalize criticism and step into ownership of who you are and what, what value you bring. Yeah. I love that. Cause I had a note here about like the idea of what about, you know, judgment and fear of judgment. Cause I think that's such a big thing when we think about going, you know, going into that, our purpose and our authenticity and I, you see it with social media. Like there was something on Instagram I saw the other day and it was someone I follow and, and she came out as, you know, a thruple. So it's like a, a, a couple and they have another person that's joined the couple. And, yeah. and she showed a post the next day that showed how much followers she lost from that, just that post. And it's just like, it's, it's hard to see that. Cause you see that being authentic or being who you are, can also, yeah, give a lot of like backlash or criticism, but like you said, just owning it and, um, and knowing that it's not about you, it's about them and that you have to come out as your authentic self, because that's probably helped a lot of people that maybe have been hiding, you know, their true self because of fear of judgment and seeing that courage in someone else. Yeah. 100%. I mean, as an entrepreneur, if people leave my mailing list, I'm like, thank you. Let's not waste either of our time. What we don't have as much in common as we thought we did. It's okay. Yeah. Because 
if they depart that open space for the right people, your people, your tribe, the people you can serve to come into contact with you and your gifts. And so it's okay if people decide that they're going to turn their attention somewhere else. That's actually not a negative criticism of you. It's just, oh, okay, I prefer to set my attention over in this space. We do this all the time, right? Follow and unfollow, choose things, choose different things. It's part of you know, our growth journeys as individuals to, to try to expand, to grow, to discover what we prefer. And so it's really important for us not to hold, um, hold that negativity inside of us to not interpret that as criticism and just be like, Oh, bless and release. You're not my people. Now I have some more room at this table. Yeah. To find yet more my people and, and being open and seeing, yeah, the abundance that our people are out there too. For sure. Love it. Love it. So when it comes to, you know, a big part of this is living authentically. And that's something that we hear a lot of too. And it's, it's sort of maybe the journey too, that we're always trying to be authentic or live more authentically. And I, I find myself like striving for that, but I think it, I just, it came to mind for me to ask too, just, I mean, what does that even mean? And I'm not saying that your definition for like, what's, I don't know if any of us have the definition, but can we talk a little bit about, you know, living authentically and what does it even mean to live authentically? How do we maybe define it? How will we know if we are, or if we're not like, what does that mean? If we're, we're feeling like we're striving for this, but maybe sometimes we're like, Oh, I'm not really sure <laughs> what the destination is on this though. That's fun. I love that because, you know, being authentic is a becoming. It's a process. It's one thing. And then you see the next destination. Ooh, and then you're on your way over there. And, and so it's not a single place. It's not an arrival point. It's embracing the fact that we are such amazing, incredible beings that we get to evolve in our experience, through our experiences in this life. And so we're always becoming. And so for me, what it really means is making sure that I'm checking in with my practices, with, you know, everything that I'm doing with relationships, um, that that is all in alignment with my journey, with what I am becoming, who I am, that that feels in integrity for me. Right. And, and as long as it's in integrity, then it's, you know, a gift in service of your growth. But when things aren't in integrity, we're going to feel conflict in those relationships. We're going to feel conflict with, you know, those situations in our life. And we can examine that conflict and we can say, what am I bringing to this conflict? <laughs> or also, is this something that I need to release in my life? Um, there's, you know, just a lot of ways to, to re-examine what's happening is not um, good or bad, but is this an alignment where, where I am going as a being in development? And so authenticity is checking in with the core of yourself. Um, for me, just in alignment with my spirit team and just like, you know, Hey, I'm working really hard to be in flow. Um, but this next step is not clear to me, you know? Um, but I feel like this next step is this next step is definitely in perfect alignment with what I, you know, aim to become. And so I know I'm in an authentic space. So if you want to think of it in, that's very intangible, 
but in more tangible terms, if you think about your life as an opportunity to become, to really become more of who you are in this incarnation, um, the first step is really to examine what you're doing to make sure that all of those things are in alignment with who you want to become, who you are becoming, stepping more fully into who you are, which I would, that's how I would define authenticity, um, is Examining what you're doing, and if that something's you need to say goodbye to, bless and release, do that, so that you can invite more that is in in alignment with who you are and are becoming into your life. And so, and I think back into my personal experience after um, a dumpster fire of you know depression, um, being suicidal, uh, a marriage ending. Um, wondering where I was going to land in terms of a career since I hadn't worked in 10 years. Like, how do you like restart that process? Right. Um, I was in this space of having to getting to, again, ask myself, what do I want? Who am I? It assumed all of these roles. It's assumed all of these responsibilities and um, all of these expectations of others. I forgot who I really was and what I wanted in my life. Right. And so I had to just strip down. I, I describe it as kind of like a archeological tell, right. Just like dig through all those layers and find the core of who I am. And then I can make a decision. Do you fit? No. Do you fit? Yeah. And adopt practices, behaviors, beliefs, relationships, um, you know, circumstances, where I live, how I spend my time that is in alignment and just, saying goodbye to things that aren't, you know, in love, that's not for me. Um, and so that alignment piece is a process, but it's fun because you get to play, you get to try things and say, is yoga for me? Oh, hell no. <laughs> you know, I do not bend that way. No, I love yoga, but you know, it, yeah. I don't bend that way. <laughs> so, um, is this practice for me? Mm, I don't know. Let's try this practice. Oh, that feels zingy. That feels in perfect alignment. I feel so nurtured and I feel love and joy in that practice. That's for me. I'm going to deepen that practice, right? So that aligned space. And then the second big process that happens concurrently is allowing. And this is where, really where we get into mindset work, where we get into shadow work, understanding what obstacles we put in our own way that don't allow us to become who we are meant to be, who we want to be, who we are designed um, to be. And so there's a lot of work that we can do there to take responsibility for, you know, how we're messing things up for ourselves and what other choices we can make in alignment with who we're becoming um, to allow more opportunities into our now moment. Um, so that just the archaeology piece, aligning all of the alignment with you know, everything that you're doing and spending everyone you're spending time with. And then just really those processes of allowing of clearing space so that you can move forward more swiftly, more efficiently with less effort. I love that. I love that kind of view on it too. Cause it's not just, <laughs> there's not a clear, you know, it's not just an easy, just definition, but it's, you know, it's, it's different parts to it and that it is, it is flexible. It is changing. Yeah. Um, and it's accepting things that, you know, this is for me, this is not. Cause sometimes yeah. when we see it's working for someone else, we go, Oh, you know, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be married at this age. I'm supposed to buy a house at this age. I'm, you know, supposed to be here in my financial journey on the, by this age and, and all these things of what we're just comparing and thinking right. that that's some sort of, you know, 
like a blueprint for how we're supposed to live our lives. And then you go through that and you're like, wait, no, that's not even for me. That's not what I want. That's not what being wealthy means to me. And and so going back to that, becoming, becoming yourself and that we're always becoming ourselves. Yes. Let's normalize choosing our own adventures, right? We don't have to choose someone else's adventure, choose your own adventure and just live that best life. I love that. I love that. So we're talking about on this episode, so it's living your purpose, it's authenticity. And then when we say becoming unstoppable, that now sounds like another leap for me. I'm like, whoa, now what do we do? So what is this? How do we step into that power? How do we now make the the leap to this becoming unstoppable too? Mm, Yay. We get to talk about this now. So in this framework that um, I'm working on with Gritty Mystic now, there's the pieces that we talked about in that final component is to be. What does it mean to be in in service of your becoming? Um, Well, part of it means deepening those practices that you've chosen for yourself, just like really living into them. Um, Part of that is just being that consciously aware and intentional person, right? You're present because you're present, you're connecting with people, um, on, you know, on a deeper wavelength, you are moving with intention instead of reaction, right? This is part of being, um, but also in divine development, it's really, really, um, working on your connection to your guide team, um, your spirit allies, however you define that divine, that divine space, um, so that you can embody more of who you are as a divine creature, because, you know, when we talk about our higher self, when we talk about, you know, sp- you know, spirit allies and guys, it's like, if they're like way out there, just like, Oh, so far away, like unreachable. They're so big and so amazing. And it's like, yeah, but that's you. That's you. You chose to be in this body at this time, but also that's you. So it's not way far away. It's right here in you be more of that. So employing those practices in order just to dilate wider and allow more of that perfection of who you are into this now moment. It's a moment by moment thing. It's not a perfection thing. I mean, having to battle my perfectionism, one of my biggest pieces of work (laughs) in this life story. Um, But the more we can just allow our full being to be present in this one moment, the more we can bring the more we can connect with people, the more we can really help them solve their challenges, the more our gifts just um, blossom and grow and are expressed with such power. And so that's that final piece is to be. Um, and in all of the beautiful work in that is really that personal divine spiritual work that, that we do once we've aligned and are allowing so that we can become more of who we are on all dimensions not just in this room with my puppy right here, but thinking interdimensionally, just allowing more of that into this moment. How powerful does every interaction, every decision become from that point of view? I love that. I love it. And so when we're doing this allowing, I mean, I'm sure people have their own practices maybe and and are on that journey already, but for people that are new to this and want to be more in that allowing space? Is there any kind of ideas that what, what they can do to get started with that or what might they, what they could maybe try? Mm -hmm. 100%. So, I mean, first of all, 
If you're in a space where your vulnerability or your obstacles are tied with trauma, it's really important to get connected with a professional, trusted professional to work through those pieces. Um, because, you know, we grow in relationship with other people and those resources are extremely important to deal with some of those deeper trauma pieces. But um, a shadow work is a great place to start. If you haven't heard of shadow work, um, Google that up. Um, I have an episode on Gritty Mystic about shadow work um, with Carolina and she has a deck um, which is a tool, it's a deck of cards um, that have different prompts that you can think through, journal through, visualize through in order to self-examine some of those obstacles, to tease out some of the stories we've told ourselves that hold us back, that drive those fears and those triggers that prohibit us from becoming all that we can be, from stepping into those gifts and, and being vulnerable and open-hearted um, with who we are. And so shadow work would be a great place to start. It's more general, you know? Um, so from shadow work, you might find a question that really, you know, um, it really opens up a journey for you. And then maybe you realize I really have some work to do around my money mindset. I have a scarcity mindset is what I've just discovered. I have really, really bad opinion about, um, my ability to manage money my ability to make money. Um, and so I need to really examine how those beliefs came to be and how I can rewire my, my mindset in order to allow more abundance in my life. Um, how am I prohibiting opportunity from coming my way because I'm so afraid that I can't manage money, right? Um, and so your, your journey can become more specific in you know, doing specific mindset work and stuff like that. And, and all of this is just really in service of self-understanding with, with um, really examining what we're doing, being conscious of our own attitudes, thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, and how that contributes to what we're seeing around us. Because <laughs> if we don't like it, we are contributing, right? Yeah. Not everything is just happening to us. Um, we're contributing in some way, shape, or form. So how are we contributing and how can we contribute in a manner that would allow more abundance, more peace, happiness, love, um, excitement, adventure, whatever you're seeking into your now moment, just kick in all of that, that negative and, you know, those really those limiting beliefs and untrue storytelling out of our way so that we can really step into a, a yummy, awesome space, allowing more to happen, more to come our way. Yes. I love that. Especially the example of the money mindset. Cause that's one I talk about so often with what I do and, um, you know, supporting people when it comes to their money. And it is so interesting to see how it's, it's so different for everyone. They can almost be doing the same thing, everyone, but they're going to get different results. And a lot of it has to do with that. Those other, the shadow or the background, their, their stories about money and things like that. Maybe they picked it up. I always say like a lot of it, we pick up just from our parents or people around us and it's not even our stuff. And so looking into that and getting rid of that, I love that. Um, so yes, look that up. If anyone's not familiar with that, I think that's yeah. an amazing place to start. I love that idea. Um, anything else before we wrap up here that you want to chat about that maybe we didn't cover or, um, anything to, that you want to leave listeners with before we wrap up? Mm, so many things. Um, you know, I guess I just want to underline the fact that purpose is who you are and just to really 
in love, confront the practice to externalize, to look outside of yourself for someone or something to tell you who you are. You, it's in you. And it's, this is an opportunity for you to just love on that part of you, that core self of you, so that you can nurture and share that with others. Because, you know, I also want to underscore, we're waiting for you. We need you. you you're bringing a gift of value, a, you know, a meaningful contribution that everyone else is like, where is she? <laughs> I need her to help me solve this problem, right? I need her to, you know, really bring her awesomeness into this role and to really, you know, be my friend, my mentor, all of those different things serving, you know, from your place of giftedness. And so just reverse engineering that thinking that that's going to come from outside you purpose is who you are. We're waiting for you to, to bring that to the table. Um, so Absolutely. love that we've been able to have a conversation about this today and to encourage, you know, women to really bring it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. If the little bit of encouragement is what you need, then yes, this is a great episode for that because like you said, we're waiting. Um, I love it. I love that. I love just everything we've talked about. You have such an amazing energy to you as well. So it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so Aww, much. Thank you. Um, if listeners want to get a hold of you, reach out to you, find you on the different social media platforms, what, where are some places they can go? Yeah. So I'm most active on the Instagram. Okay. You can find me at gritty mystic. Okay. You can also find the podcast at grittymystic.com or any of your favorite podcast, um, platforms. Yeah. Um, my design agency create where I create, um, transformational experiences is inspired ed inspired dash ed.com. So if you're interested in some of the, the language and tools around that, there's some info there as well. Perfect. Okay. And I'll have all your links in the show notes as well. Um, thank you so much, Tracy. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure listeners are going to find a lot of value in this and hopefully we've inspired some people listening to this to just, yeah, go, go live your purpose and, and be that unstoppable person. Oh, I love get it. it. Get it. Yes. Thank you so much, Tracy. And thank you everyone for tuning into this episode and I will catch you on the next episode. I hope you found value in this episode. And because I'm such a proponent of taking confident action, I want to pose a question to you, the listener. What is one action that you feel inspired to take after listening to today's episode? If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next time.